Welcome to the Southern Glow Podcast. My name is Carrie Hyatt Richmond. I'm a wife, extra needs mama, homeschool teacher, fantasy author, and empath. I'm here with one goal in mind, to enrich your entire world by empowering you to live in it authentically and honestly as the exact soul you were sent here to be. It's time to release all the outdated cultural paradigms, generational facades, and hectic patterns that are draining the magic out of your days. By choosing to anchor back into your soul and to reconnect with your intuition, you will compose a unique harmonic identity that enriches every aspect of your life. I cannot wait to share all the tools, shifts, and rituals that you can implement to step into the reality you've been longing for. I know that we're going to have the best time connecting, so thank you for pushing play today. Now, let's reclaim your glow. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. I am so excited to be here with a very dear friend of mine, Jessica, and I am going to give you a brief intro of her, but then let her introduce herself. I just find that in my own rhythm of things, that's how I like to do it. Um, but Jess is my astrologer. And if that immediately gets your feathers ruffled, <laughs> we have an older uh, podcast episode that I will link in the show notes you can listen to where we explore astrology from the perspective of being um, religious or religious in the South, a Southern Baptist for me in particular. So if you're immediately triggered by me telling you that I have an astrologer, <laughs> definitely just scroll down to the show notes, check that out. It is an incredible conversation that we had. And I am just so tickled to have you back on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. So I will let you just thoroughly introduce yourself in case someone has not caught that previous episode and they would like to know a little bit about who you are and what you do. Sure. Thank you. I'm Jessica Champion of Guidepost Creative. I am an intuitive astrologer and holistic creative solutions practitioner. So I provide marketing services that are all personalized and customized based on your astrological blueprint so that the message that we put out to the world is energetically authentic to you. Um, I have a background as a corporate finance professional with marketing experience, and I left that world in 2015 to become an entrepreneur and start my own company. And Guidepost Creative is the newest iteration of that. Um, I chose the name Guidepost so that I can sort of be like a beacon or a guide to other people who are also on their healing journey of reclaiming their truth. Um, because sometimes I might be just a stop along the way. I might not be the final destination. So I like to incorporate my whole beautiful network of lovely people and tools and point them in the right direction. So that's how guidepost was born. That's how you found me. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's how I found you. And I, I love, I've never heard you describe how you labeled your business before. And that is so beautiful to me and just sounds so spot on and perfect because you are just a beautiful little guide. And I'm just so blessed and <laughs> love having you on this journey with me. Um, so Jess and I have been working together for about two years now. Um, and if you want to hear the full intro backstory, definitely revert back to that, that prior episode. But for today's chat. I'm going to just pretend like everyone's already heard that because what we want to do today is really dive 
into our work together. So Mm. first time we chatted, we kind of explored how astrology plays out in the South and tore down some cultural paradigms and looked at it from a biblical perspective. And today I thought it would be really full circle and really interesting to people to actually show what it looks like to work with you in a container. And we have, that being said, we've gone through lots of stages. So there are a lot of foundational building blocks to this. So I'm going to clarify, you absolutely need to take each step one at a time because they truly build on each other. You can't just jump into the sacred vessel container that I'm in now. If you have not done like your big three or your full chart, even going through cosmic clarity was um, trivial. So you kind of have to like start one at a time and build your way up. But we've worked on so many things together over the last two years. We've removed energetic blocks. We've cleared unaligned cultural conditioning, reconnected me to my authentic truth, like who I am at birth and who I was before the world got its hands on me. And if you're new here, that is the big reoccurring theme. I am all about everything that is reconnecting you to your intuition, to your soul's purpose and releasing everything that is not authentic to your calling and to your reason for being here. Um, We've also really played and looked at how the transits play out and affect various areas of my life as they're coming and going. And the cosmic clarity container just really helped me to understand my energetic blueprint as a whole. And then since then, we've kind of just overviewed annual transits just so I can better navigate what's coming. It's kind of like when you look outside and it looks dreary and you have a feeling that it's going to rain, but you don't know when or how hard and you don't know exactly what's coming, but it just kind of gives you that little forewarning. I love kind of having that brief little overview of what's coming down the pipeline. And we're actually currently navigating life events as they unfold in real time in the sacred vessel container that we're in. And for anyone who's not ever done a container like this with someone, it is very much a coaching container. So I'm not just getting on a call with Jess and she's not throwing a bunch of astrological jargon at me. That's a lot. (laughs) And it's over my head. Um, But it's an experience where I feel very seen, very heard. I feel held and guided Um, and sometimes through some pretty intense shifts. So she's even integrated lots of tools on our calls. We've done powerful, gorgeous meditations. Um, There was one in particular where Jess guided me to connect with a version of my future self that I still get excited and happy when I think about that. It was just such a beautiful experience. Um, And then Oracle card pulls to help pull things into perspective. We've done deep diving journal sessions that really just, man, there's just something about getting pen onto paper. And when you have someone guiding you with these prompts and it helps pull things out of you that you didn't even know were there or help bring things full circle, it's just really powerful. It's also important to mention that a lot of the rituals that I absolutely adore and are now key to my spiritual, not even my spiritual journey, but just my spiritual life um, and spiritual hygiene and things that I do were actually um, taught to me and and began in some of these containers, like my, my full moon baths that I use for realignment and reconnection um, was something that was introduced to me by you, which is so fun. And then even my Oracle cards, the first time I had never even allowed myself (laughs) y'all I'd always been curious, but even if I was like walking by that section in Barnes and Nobles, I would 
you'd be like, oh, I really want to, but no, I will not touch those. I feel like I, that's bad. Someone will see me, an alarm will sound, it'll be bad. No, but we had this call one day where she did um, just an Oracle pull at the end. I think this was pretty early on too. And it just brought everything we had been talking about full circle for me um, and just put it into beautiful perspective and was so helpful. And I thought, this is a very beautiful tool. And I'm going to find out how to integrate this into my practice. And I since have, and we'll have another podcast um, in more detail on my Oracle's journey, but that's a whole other side tangent, but that kind of gives anyone who is not familiar to working in a container with you, a super brief, very broad overview of the work we've done together over like four different containers, almost, if you will, I guess, from the, the big three, the full chart, cosmic clarity, and now sacred vessel. <laughs> she actually, I think finally thought she was rid of me. And then I came knocking on her no box again one day and was like, actually, I really, really want you back in my life because oh my there is just something so beautiful about being connected to you and having that reassurance, especially if things are going haywire at home or in my life. And I'm just, sometimes <laughs> I'll box you and just be like, okay, what's going on right now? Is there some crazy transit in the sky? Like, you know, is there a, an eclipse? Like what is happening? Because you know, this X, Y, and Z is happening in my life. And more often than not, it's just really funny to hear you chime back in and reassure me by saying, well, actually, yes, that it is happening and that it is in retrograde. And this is why, and this is, you know, how it plays in your house and to have that full perspective, which, you know, even after having all of my charts read and being in all these containers, it's still so overwhelming for me to remember how each planet pulls in my own chart and everything. So it's really just helpful for me to be able to go back and reference my own little personal guru <laughs> who oh. I feel like has totally got my back <laughs> and is helping me grow through all of this stuff. Girl. So it's been such an honor. I'm so happy to be the astrologer in your pocket. I <laughs> know <laughs> it's just a pleasure to, um, and, and this is the beauty of astrology too. And any of these spiritual practices that it really grounds us in the trust that everything is unfolding as it should according to the plan of the universe, you know? And so even when we feel like we're on a wild ride and we're feeling ungrounded, it's just a beautiful reminder that like, we're exactly where we're supposed to be. Yeah. It's one step in the journey. And, you know, we have, we have choice and we have understanding for how we can navigate the road ahead. So thank you so much for that beautiful intro. And don't worry for any of you beginners who are listening, who are unfamiliar with astrology, um, all of the astro babble, uh, <laughs> I will attempt to simplify. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk about it. It's been such a beautiful journey. I think it's been about two years, or maybe we're on our second year going into our third year. I don't even know, but we started with just a beautiful curiosity that you intuitively leaned into that led to you connecting with your um big three, right? And then that resonated so much that you wanted to dive deeper into your full chart. And just to give you guys listening um some clarification, your your big three is your sun, moon, and rising sign. And those are really like the that's the trifecta. Those are like the cornerstones of 
what makes up your personality, but it does go so much deeper. Um, and because of that, a full birth chart reading is often overwhelming for a lot of people. So I love to start with like a little mini big three reading just to kind of ease you in, <laughs> which yeah. is what we did. It was a gentle ease in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it, they're beautiful. It's not just me throwing information at you. It's, it's, we really connect, we really converse and, you know, there's space for questions. There's space for exploration. I do give like some journal prompts in there too, and some reflection questions. But after we did your full chart reading, which I think was like 90 minutes or close to two hours, um, when you were like frantically trying to write everything down and I was like, no, 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 like, you'll get the transcript. You'll get the full right. So and then I thought, oh, okay, she'll send me a summary. You guys, I opened up my inbox and there was like 30 pages of information. <laughs> and I went, well, this is amazing. <laughs> I never in my life imagined I would receive something so thorough. So now <laughs> I know that I can just log in and be present and connect and that the write-up I'm going to receive on the back end, like saves me all the headache and stress of trying to take notes of all this stuff. It, it's so much information. And I remember just being so overwhelmed with like, Ah, just, just realizing, yes, yes, this, um, this makes sense. Yes. Oh, I can see this and trying to write it all down so fast. My hand was cramping. <laughs> you were just so gracious with me and you're like, don't worry. And in the back of my head, my, probably my perfectionist slash double Virgo was like, mm, but will she really send you all the information? So you should probably still write it down. But I just released and was like, okay, I'll be here. I'll be present. And then I was over the moon when I pulled out that email and it had 30 pages of information. And I was like, yeah, baby, I'm printing this out. I don't remember. I think I remember I was going somewhere afterwards and I'm like, I'm taking you, I'm taking this on the plane with me and I'm going to read it over and over. Like, it was just, it was great. I love that. I love that. And then, so from there, we, you wanted to know how we could take all of that information and integrate it right? Because it's like, all right, now you've just spent two hours telling me about myself and it all makes so much sense. And it's so resonant. Now what is that? it? And no, that's not it. Like, here's how we can work with it. And so we worked together monthly in an extended container called cosmic clarity, which was a combination of lunar cycle coaching and wonderful, like prescriptive, um, just deep work based on your chart and only your chart. So the, so the work I was doing with you, I wouldn't have been doing with anybody else because everyone's chart is as unique as a fingerprint, but that's really where we started kind of this journey of, of, of unpacking who Carrie is and all the things that formed you. So there was a lot of unpacking trauma, you know, pinpointing some things that happened early in life, kind of having you go back to some core memories, unraveling societal conditioning, we untangled a lot of limiting beliefs. I remember doing some meditations around that. Um, we explored your gifts, some of which you hadn't, you know, yet dabbled in or were afraid to, or didn't know that you had, couldn't trust them yet. We, I think, realigned a lot of beliefs and reconnected you to your, your authentic truth, you know, underneath all of the different layers we had to peel back and then just started to kind of navigate life stripped down really, which was so refreshing, I think. And then 
after that, no, I didn't think I'd gotten rid of you. I was sad that it was over. And I was overjoyed when you contacted me and said, I want to keep working together because I was thrilled to be like, yes, now we can do transits. And that's something I don't always want to throw at somebody after we've done so much beautiful integration work, because you know, the truth is that it just always goes deeper and deeper and deeper. And not everybody is like prepared to take that on and handle that. So I was thrilled to craft Sacred Vessel for you. We're in a 12-month container now. We work together monthly. And this is based on Carrie's transits. And for you astro newbies, transits are just the movements of the planets in real time in the sky. So we can tell you um, by looking at our software, you know, where the sun is now, where the moon is now where the, you know, planet Mercury is right now, what it's doing. And we can also tell you through any date in the future where it's going to be and what it's going to be doing. And so when we look at your transits, we're exploring the relationship between that real-time planetary motion and your chart and how the two interact because your chart is, is static, whereas the transits are dynamic. And so the way that those two interplay is kind of what causes like the different themes in your life to pop up. I shouldn't say causes, but you can kind of see them mirroring each other. So that's where we are now. We're in sacred vessel. And as Carrie explained, you know, each step of the way on her journey was like a touchstone or a building block to the next. And that's how we've been able to really use astrology as like, there's so many different ways to describe it. I think my favorite one is, is what you said as a GPS Like there's so many multiple ways that you could go when you're on the road of your life and your GPS gives you the traffic alerts. It gives you the hazards that are up ahead where, you know, maybe there's construction or a roadblock. It tells you about landmarks, you know, turn left here. Um, And there's always free will. There's so many different routes, you know, you could do, um, you could reroute at any time. And so I think that's my favorite way of looking at it. Yeah. So beautifully said, and I'm just so excited to share maybe a glimpse of what it looks like to work in a container with you, because as you pointed on, it is increasingly deeper work. I think for anyone who, yeah, surface level would think it's just all about, you know, which was such a fun container though, with learning about the moon and the cycles and everything. I loved cosmic clarity. That was so good. It was such a great one. I highly recommend it. Um, but some people just think it stops there and you're always just looking at this surface level of like, okay, what phase is the moon in? And you're not ever going to the extent of the transits, which is such deep work. And I I guess you would just have to know me the way my coaches know me, Um, but it's just, I am, it's never enough. (laughs) I always think of that woman in that, oh, it was that movie. It was so beautiful. Um, but she just sings that never enough song, never enough. I don't, I can't even do it. Um, but I'm like, yes, go deeper. Let's go deeper and deeper and deeper. And I'm just, I'm so here for this journey. And it's so crazy. You'd think that you get to a point where maybe you've learned enough about yourself or you feel comfortable enough, but the work never stops. And you know, the journey just keeps evolving and going. And so you're just going to always continually, leave one chapter and enter a new one and Mm. end one cycle and begin a new one. And so to be able to flow from each to the other and progressively learn and integrate the tools as you learn them into the next chapter, it just, 
for me, it has helped really ease each transition um, mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm building, like we built on our foundational learnings together. I'm, I'm building on these tools that I've learned and it just makes it such a more relaxed journey. And I feel so much more trusting that everything is as it should be, and it's going to unfold as it should. And it's just up to me to navigate it the best way that I can and to be that rock for my family. And yeah, I just, I love that. That's so beautiful. I'm so like thrilled that you were ready to, you know, go into the deep work because not everybody is, you know, everyone's at a different place on their journey and people need what they need at the time that they need it. Right. And so I do have people who just come to me for like the very basic scratch the surface. Okay. That's enough. Thank you. Great information. So helpful. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And, and it stops there and there's no right or wrong. Nobody's saying that getting a, a big three chart reading has to turn into a two-year container. It doesn't, you know, so that's why I'm just the guide. I'm, I, I listen to what you say you need and I intuitively provide that um, to the best of my ability, but I'm just so thrilled because it's, it's, you know, the work that I feel called to do. I'm so thrilled that you were ready and, and desiring to go deeper. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about your experience with readings. Mm. What do you share? Oh my gosh. Yeah. If you want to lead this in any direction you want, feel free to just shout at me because I can tend to ramble in different tangents and sections, but every reading that you've ever given me, (laughs) I just lean back and go, whoa. (laughs) First of all, you know, if you haven't listened to the first episode, I'm, or if you already have, I'm sorry, I'm going to probably repeat myself over and over, but it never ceases to blow my mind. And I just sit here and go, how does she know? It's like, she knows me, but she doesn't know the ins and outs of my life. You know, how are all these things? How does she know? Um, so that just, to me, never gets old. It's just reaffirming, (laughs) I think. And it just feels really good to have that confirmation that yes, there is a greater plan at play. And for anyone who is able to clearly see this map, it is there. Um, so that's always really nice, but Mm -hmm. Well, I think like when we found each other, um, cause I had done that magic lesson inside of Gervais's container and y'all Gervais yeah. is a wonderful friend of ours. She is Carrie's life coach. Um, and she's an intuitive hypnotherapist and she does all these wonderful things. Um, I did a little guest segment in one of her uh, containers and it was just breaking down the basics of astrology. It was like, okay, what is astrology? What is the big three? Right. And so we went over, you know, sun, moon and rising. And I think we pretty much kept it at that. But one of the things that I love to say when people come to me for these big three readings is that if you think about your birth chart as like the tapestry of your soul. It's literally the illustration of the sky at the exact moment of your birth. It is so beautiful. Um, The ancients used to say that the stars are the bonfires of the gods and that the embers from those bonfires would drift down through this, the heavens, through the atmosphere, being blessed by each planet along the way until they fell to earth and were inhaled by a newborn baby. 
as the spark of life. And so when you think about it like that, as like, we have each inhaled stardust, we are made of stardust. Like that's, I think what sets the tone for these readings. Like I meet with people for the very first time, they know nothing about astrology and they're like, wait, what? (laughs) And it's almost like we could stop there. And then I'm like, wait, there's more. I'm going to (laughs) read. Wait, there's more. (laughs) I'm going to read you three parts of your map and I'm going to like, tell you about yourself. Are you ready? And they're like, Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Um, So it's really beautiful. And truly, I mean, each chart down to, even if we were just talking about the big three, each chart is as unique as a, a fingerprint. You could have the same big three as your neighbor, but because of all of the other little layers of astrology, um, and, and all of the nuance that, you know, astrologers are trained to read, you might not be anything like that person. So Carrie, as a Virgo sun, Virgo rising and Gemini moon may not be the same as somebody else with the same big three. And that's because it goes so far deeper than planets in signs and houses. You know, we've got 10 main planetary bodies. We've got asteroids. Then we've got modes and elements. We've got polarities. We've got aspects, which are the angles that the planets make to one another, how they interact. We've got decans and degrees you know we've got a sun season a lunar cycle eclipses planetary returns um and it's like it all it all comes full circle when you get your full reading because you start to see how the zodiac wheel is like really just it's it's the wheel of life and it contains the harvest cycle it contains the stages of human development and it it mirrors your inner season so beautifully so i mean people start to really understand like wow I never realized why New Year's doesn't feel like New Year's to me, or I never realized why in the summer, I don't feel very summery and festive. I feel like I want to be in hermit mode. And, and, you know, once they start to explore their own astrology, they get it. So, yeah, that's maybe even a fun thing to touch on because I just learned that in our chat the other day about myself. Um, We looked at how, you know, my inner winter is not necessarily winter and my spring doesn't align with, you know, typical spring. So when I'm feeling, you know, to go inside and to just look inside myself and winter, if you will, I guess there's no other better term for it to winter. It's absolutely not winter. It's actually the summer, (laughs) which is, and explains so much for me in hindsight, because I, I enjoy summer. I enjoy it. I love it. I'm I'm here for, you know, all the beach trips and all the humidity and all the Southern things that come with it. But at the same time, I never feel in my prime because I'm wanting to like go in and nest and be quiet and reevaluate everything. And so I think having all of that laid out for me for the first time, and giving me almost that extra perspective of, oh, it's okay that you don't live it up in summer the way everyone expects you to, because that's not your internal summer. It was just so reaffirming to me. Um, and then it made a lot more sense why like this time of year, I am like full bloom coming alive, all the things. And I always just thought, I just love cool air. Like I don't know what it is about the fall and, you know, in the crisp leaves, we don't even really have that a lot in South Carolina. They just kind of turn brown and fall off to mush. I mean, <laughs> it's unfortunate, but I just, I would always think, what is it? It must be the cool air that just breathes vitality to my soul. And I come alive and it's just like, no, 
this is my summer. This is like, I am transitioning into summer. Like I'm in full bloom. Like everything for me is happening right now. And it makes so much more sense when you look at it from your own personal seasonal chart than the one that we're told to look at. If that makes any sense. <laughs> it does. And when we start to honor our inner seasons, it's like this gigantic permission slip was just signed by the universe to like, you know, let yourself feel the way that you feel like you, we, I think we all give into these external pressures, you know, based on the hustle and bustle of a capitalist society that tells us we have to be one way when everybody else is that way. Um, but it truly is like, just so beautiful when you can tune in with presence and, and, and realize that there's another, there's a, there's always a choice. There's another way to be. Um, and like honoring your own energy is just so crucial. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of that can be tied back into like, I guess, cultural and societal conditioning. Right. And I think that for you, a big part of unpacking some of that conditioning was in dismantling and reframing some of the beliefs that you'd absorbed about your specific religious background. You know, I remember pulling your chart and really looking into your third house and being like, okay, like there's a lot here. Um, And this is why I was so honored that you felt it was aligned to work with me as someone who has also done the work and walked the path of dismantling inherited beliefs myself. Um, Cause it's so beautiful when, you know, two people in a container can really relate and resonate with each other in that way. But all of the different denominations of Christianity were created by man. You know, they're all micro categories and subsets of the patriarchy. And so you've shared your vocal about being Southern Baptist, but it doesn't matter if you're Southern Baptist Methodist, Seventh-day Adventist, Lutheran, Catholic, a fallible human person somewhere created that particular brand of religion that you subscribe to or that you inherited. Mm. And this part of our programming that we are here to unpack, you know, everyone comes to a point in their journey where they're confronted with what they've believed their entire lives. Did I choose this? Why do I believe this? Why? Can we challenge why we cling to some ideologies and not others? Can we cherry pick the parts of our faith that are shiny and happy to us while choosing to ignore the parts that feel hard and shadowy and real, Mm. you know, like each denomination's beliefs. And this is something that it takes a lot of people, um, you know, a lot of internal conflict back and forth with, um, to wrap their heads around this, but each denomination's beliefs are mere interpretations of what they believe to be God's word filtered through the lens of the culture into which it was translated and prescribed. Mm. That part is so crucial. So if you really want to go back to basics and unpack this, you know, God teaches us not to fear How many times is that said in the Bible? Don't fear, do not fear. So why would we fear the study of something he created unless it somehow threatened the modern patriarchal structure, which is inherently unholy because it was created by man? Yeah. And by the way, if we are all believed to be descendants of Abraham, 
as the Bible would have us, you know, believe. It's worth noting that Abraham is discussed as an astrologer in the Bible. Just want to throw that out. Yeah. So we can, you know, maybe put some little references to links in the show notes that kind of explain that more. But, you know, Abraham was really like the first patriarch and had to like travel to new lands and had to rely on the knowledge of and the understanding of astrology. And there was a lot of astrological references used in explaining like the tools and the wisdom and the understandings that he had to come by in order to, you know, carry out carry out his destiny and his missions and so if we're all believed to be descendants of him yeah you know that's the real that's the real you want to talk about patriarchy anyway we're (laughs) we're unpacking a lot here yeah but we had to look you know we had to look into that that was one of the things we looked at with you and there were other things too and I just think it was so beautiful how you showed up for all of it so open so ready And, um, you know, we touched on quite a few areas of your life. I don't know how comfortable you feel talking about any of them. And and if it's none of them, that's okay too. Cause it was all highly personal, but yeah, it was, and it continues to be, but at the same time, I feel like I'm no good to anyone. If I keep all of these things locked inside, nice and quiet, (laughs) um, I'm not about, if you're new here, (laughs) I'm very raw, open and pretty much an open book. Um, I grew up in a home that was very much worried about appearances and, um, and that, and that was culturally passed down to my parents by their parents. And I witnessed that firsthand. So I, I'm not blaming anyone or saying I had a bad upbringing or anything like that. So don't read into it, but I'm just saying I very much went the opposite direction because that feels way better to me to be real and to be vulnerable and to be honest, because I feel like I'm of no value to the world when I'm not being my authentic self and Mm -hmm. I'm doing a complete disservice to people by acting as if I just got sober on my own, or I just had all these epiphanies on my own or you know, I just, I didn't even have any healing to do. I am perfect. You know, it's just, <laughs> I, I don't live in that kind of world. I'm just very real. And I feel like I, I want to set that for my children too, that especially having a, a neurodiverse child and I have watched him struggle and we struggle and having this unique perspective on, first of all, you're not broken. There's nothing to fix. Um, but I want you to always feel comfortable enough to be yourself all the time, not feeling like you have to mask, not feeling like you can't show up in the world as the exact soul that God sent you here to be, because that's who you are. And I don't want you for one second to think that you need to be anyone else. So Mm -hmm. if, and when I ever talk about, you know, my therapies and their therapies, It's not because I think one of us is messed up. It's not because I think one of us is broken. It's because I'm always here to learn. I'm always here to ask questions. And I think that we are doing our own selves a disservice if we're not doing everything we can do to be the best version of ourselves. And you don't become the best version of yourself by just idly sitting by and remaining locked in old patterns and old narratives that aren't serving you. So yeah, get off that little soapbox. I'm sorry. I just totally went on a tangent and now I can't remember. Oh, I love that. That's so beautiful. I mean, that's the entire 
cornerstone mm-hmm. of any of these tools and modalities that we explore, you know, and everyone's got different ones that they resonate with, you know, for some, it's not astrology, you know, for some it's whatever it's, it's, you know, yeah. not coaching, but the world of personal development, self-development healing, it's, it's so comprehensive. There's so many things that you could explore and just being ready to see what resonates with you is, is really a, a feat in and of itself. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's how I got here. <laughs> we were talking about things that, yeah, we have covered and what's so crazy. I mean, of course it's my life, so it encompasses everything, but I mean, themes that have come up while we've worked together. I mean, there've been parenting themes. There have been strong relationship things between my husband, Jordan and I, um, of course, all of my personal development and spiritual themes. And even, you know, without even saying anything, in the stars about alcohol, when she says things to me about, oh, this is kind of happening right now. Um, or if you look back on, you know, this last decade or this last six months, because this transit just ended, you know, this could be a thing that you were going through. And I kid you not guys, it was just black and white to me who had lived it and gone through it. Oh, that is very much my sober curious journey. Oh, that is very much my dark night of the soul. (laughs) Oh, that is very much this breaking point that my marriage was at, you know, a couple of years ago when I was just like at like this, that's when I started, um, all of this, I had this massive upheaval in my life. If you will, I had, um, my quote unquote best friend, of like over a decade, just like up and walk out of my life one day out of the blue, um, godmother to my children. Like it rocked me to my core And at the same time, my marriage was falling apart because I was not showing up in it authentically at all. Um, It was just, it was a lot. And so when I came to you, I had already started to cycle through a lot of this. So we were able to like, really, it was really neat. It was really not even scary. It was just, again, reaffirming, like you were able to look back with me and say, okay, this is kind of what's been going on the last 10 years, five years, six months, does any of this resonate? And I was going, girl, yes, (laughs) you have no idea. And so then as we've like worked together more, we're not just so much looking hindsight and like taking life lessons and learning things. We're also looking to the future and okay, this is kind of where my little ship is headed now. Let me prepare myself to better navigate it in a way that is fully aligned and well-equipped because in these past times I wasn't, and now I'm ready to show up as this authentic version of myself who's fully in it. So let's do it. But we have covered so much territory together because it really is an all encompassing thing. If there's anything that stood out to you that you would want to pull out as an example, I would say, definitely do it. I'm not afraid. (laughs) I just love that you were so like, you know, when we, when we talk about your birth chart and when we were doing cosmic clarity, which is unpacking, you know, the themes that were uncovered by reading your birth chart, you know, I, that's, that's very past and present focused. That's very, let's look at everything that made you who you are up until now. And let's look at who you are now, what we might need to, um, peel back and and revisit and reframe in order to get you closer to, you know, your true north that your your intuition, your higher self is guiding you back to. And so because we did that work, 
um, and you were able to see real life examples from not only your past, but your present uh, to reinforce and kind of like validate your experience. I think you were primed to then be able to launch into the future transits with more trust. And that's how we were able to say, based on what we know has transpired and what we know that you are capable of, this is what's potentially coming and let's choose. You get to choose how you're going to navigate that. And that's not subjective to external energies. That's not subjected, subjected to, you know, how this person's going to react or what this person's going to think. This is what we know about you now and, and the tools that you have to navigate this. So I remember looking, um, I remember looking into your sixth house transits and sixth house is the area of daily routines, health and wellness. And there were some aspects to your rising sign and your sun sign, which are both in Virgo and Virgo is also like the purifier, the healer, you know, you've got um, a lot of that energy present in your chart. And so looking across to your sixth house you know, I'm seeing these energetic signatures of, of change and of sloughing off dead weight and of confronting things that aren't working and of patterns breaking and, and, and like turning over a new leaf, um, sort of embarking on like a new journey, but not really feeling rooted in like the why. And I remember talking to you about that and just asking you some pointed questions and kind of seeing you be like, oh, my God. Yes. Like, you know, there are things going on in my health and in my routine and in my, you know, daily regimen, whether that's diet, we talked about a little bit, and then we did talk about definitely your, your journey with alcohol. And I just loved how affirmed you already felt because of the work we've done together in the past, but how trusting you were to be able to continue exploring that and be led by your intuition. I want to be very clear that this wasn't led by me or any information that I had given. Carrie was already feeling this energy. I was just translating it in a way that was like, yeah, this is aligned with, with your higher self, with your journey, with what your soul came here to do. This is supposed to be part of your experience. And, you know, you're, you're navigating that the way that your higher self wants you to navigate it. So that was definitely a beautiful example for me. I think it's important to note too, there with the whole intuition aspect of it. Yes. At any point, if I, suddenly woke up one day, which I don't anticipate happening, but if I suddenly woke up one day and was just like, no, this doesn't feel aligned anymore. This is not where I need to be. I would of course walk away, um, nicely <laughs> just break up with you. Um, <laughs> but no, it's, it, I love that you circled it back to that because it was, and that was probably one of the key things that launched me into everything positive that has happened in my life in the last I mean, as long as I can remember, honestly, actually I was sitting on the couch last night, um, drinking some tea and I thought, I don't remember why I started thinking this. Oh, okay. I was watching some show and it was very clear to me. It was a documentary and it was very clear to me that this fellow in the show had manifested something like just, just like that, just manifested it. And I thought that's really cool. And then I thought, I wonder if I can remember a time that 
I did something like that, or my intuition spoke to me that boldly. And then I kind of followed this rabbit hole to like, when was the first time that I remember actually hearing it and listening to it? And where did it take me? And so I went on this fun little rabbit hole thought journey last night, which, I mean, I guess I could share it just, um, it's, we yeah, have to now. Well. I guess I have to now. <laughs> so I set us up for it. Um, but I remember I, of course, as I think every probably young woman wants, wanted so badly to be seen by all these fellows and everything in high school, it just was not happening for me. I was too stuck in my books and too nerdy and loving every effing minute of it. You guys, I am not complaining in high school. I lived my best life, my nerdiest life. And it was like, it was lit. It was great. Um, (laughs) I just didn't care. I don't know. I had crushes and stuff. I just also didn't care. Um, but then I got into college and of course I like wanted to be seen more and I, you know, it was crazy, but I went through this little cycle of terrible relationships. Like these, I hate to say terrible, but they were just flat out horrible boyfriends, if you even want to call them that. And it was just because they paid me attention and just because I felt seen. And at some point I kind of had this epiphany where I stepped back and thought, I don't like just being seen and giving all my energy and attention to you. You're not worthy of it. Even though I wasn't thinking these exact words in my head, I wasn't capable of doing that then. But I remember thinking, this isn't it there's something better. And I, I broke up with whoever I was seeing at the time. Um, that was way overdue. It was like <laughs> a short little thing that was terrible. And, and I thought I'm not looking to be seen anymore. I'm mm. not going to continue to chase people. I am just going to focus on being me and I'm going to align with myself And I feel like, I don't know why, but I just know that I'm going to, that he's going to find me. It could take, you know, a week. It could take 20 years. I don't care. I'm not searching anymore. When the time is right, this person is going to find me full trust, leaned back Mm. and just like, I, I just was so done and I was just so trusting. And that was the first time. I ever listened to my intuition and myself, and then also subsequently handed over the keys to the ignition of my life to the universe and to God and saying like, I'm not meddling in this anymore. I have full trust. What is meant to be for me will find me. And I kid you not, two weeks later, (laughs) I met my husband. Oh my goodness. I love that. (laughs) And I remember at the time even thinking like, but I just made this decision. Is this a test? You know, this can't possibly be, that was way too fast. That was just way too fast. It was like, I instinctively knew, you know, this isn't it. There's something better. Just trust and lay off. And so I followed all those intuitive pulls and then it resulted in me meeting my husband and tricking him into marrying me, yada, yada. And here we are. I mean, we're about to have our 16 year wedding anniversary. So that means we've been together like 20 years. Wow. Wait, 16. Yeah. 19 years. So, I mean, a long time. That makes me sound old. Oh, never mind that I have a preteen that saying that out loud makes me feel old, but I went on this whole little rabbit trail last night, just sitting there thinking, you know, intuition wise, 
it's felt so dormant in me for so long. Where did that begin? Where's the first time that I can remember tracing that? And then it was so stifled in me over the years that looking back, I can only pinpoint a handful of times that I truly heard it and listened. But when I did hear it and I did listen, only beautiful things resulted from it. And so my focus the last few years through all of this work of really leaning into who I am and shedding all these things that are not mine and not aligned and the fears around letting other people down by not being who they expect me to be. I have really plugged myself more into tapping into my intuition and my soul and hearing it loud and clear. And so it's, just been this beautiful journey that's taken me a really long time, but it's kind of almost like once you get a taste of that, you just, I don't, I don't even know. It's beautiful. And I have full trust. And so when I had that inkling with Gervais, it was still really new, but I was like, I don't know why, but I know this is the next right step. So I'm going to do it. And mm-hmm. that served me. And then it was the same thing with you. I don't know why, but this is, this feels really good. This feels aligned. This feels like the next right step. I'm going to do it. And then how beautifully that has served me over the last few years, we have done such incredible work together and you have been such a, just a key piece in not only helping me shape this new identity that we're not even new identity. Like I'm finally being me, which feels so good, but I think it almost feels like a new identity when you've spent. 75% of your life trying so hard to live for other people and be the version of you that they want to see, or you think they want to see and just being not true to yourself. So, I mean, it's just been the work we've done together has been beautiful. And then it's also been just so nice to have someone so wonderful and trustworthy on this journey that I can pull on. And that is not only just, you know, like you said, not just throwing facts at me, but taking these very key things that are true only for me, only in my chart and really being so present with them and portraying them in a, well, this is what it says. And so I'm very clearly just relaying to you what I'm seeing and it's for you and your journey to decide, you know, what you do from here, of course. That's um, great. Yeah. I, I love that so you... Thank you so much for all of that, by the way, that was so kind. And I'm like over here trying not to, <laughs> I'm trying to just receive it and not be like, no, no, no. Cause that was really beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, but I love that you were able to pull that thread and kind of follow that rabbit hole. And that's like such a practice. That's such a key thing that I feel like astrology or really any of these modalities helps you learn it's it's a muscle that you have to flex right and so these these practices really facilitate surrender in such a beautiful way that supports your highest manifestations because once you do have that surrender where you're letting go of not only control but like clinging to outcomes that and and it might stem from outdated beliefs. It might stem from things that totally are unaligned with you. And the universe knows that if you're holding on to that, you're not ready for the next thing that it wants to give you. So I love that you were so, you know, flexing that muscle so early on. And I continue to see evidence of your trust and you doing that in our work together. Um, and you touched on this too. It's like, yeah, I, I have this sacred responsibility 
to translate the information in a completely unbiased way and present it to you and distill it in, in a manner um, in, that's going to serve you, you know, and, and ethically, sometimes I feel like I, I wrestle with pieces of that and I'm like, okay, this one might be hard to swallow. How do I present this? And because we've been working together for so long and I, I have a certain level of comfort with you, um, you know, that's easier than if it were a stranger who, who I'm just meeting for the first time. But a lot of times we do see in charts, you know, events or patterns or, you know, things that may play out that could be hard to introduce to someone. Right. And so I remember telling you at specific times, like, hey, there's an energy present that does not necessarily bode well for some of your closest relationships. Like, let's check in. How are you feeling? How are things going? You know, is there some tumultuous energy, you know, in your marriage right now? And 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 here's what that could look like coming down the pike. And given we know your makeup um and we know how you would like to react now as your higher self and not as these outdated versions of you you know what might this look like and how are we going to navigate this together and so i think that without necessarily sharing the very personal details i can say that um you know one of the most profound things for you in the timing of us working together is that the nodes of the moon have just shifted um, out of the Taurus Scorpio axis and into the Aries Libra axis, which are in your second and eighth house. And for you astrology newbies out there who are like, what is this astro babble? <laughs> the second house of your chart is where we see your values. It's where we see your self-worth. Okay. It's where we see all of your inherent beliefs about yourself. It can be how you make money. Yes, but it's very much rooted in self. And then the eighth house, the opposite house to that across the wheel is the house of sort of like your value with another, how you merge with another. It's shared wealth, shared assets, shared resources. There are other meanings to this house too, but for the context of this conversation, I saw this specific time in Carrie's life as very pivotal um, because I'm like, okay, the nodes of the moon are shifting into your second and eighth house. There's going to be a lot of eclipses happening here. So there's going to be a lot of work that you're doing on, you know, unpacking like your self-worth in relation to how you see yourself as a married woman in relation to like who you are and, and how you show up in these other relationships. And, um, I think that there's going to be maybe some back and forth, maybe some push and pull, maybe a, a little bit of a tug of war between like the you that you want to be and you, this newfound sense of like, okay, I've reclaimed this part of my identity and, and I'm placing so much more value on it now rather than just showing up as who, you know, other people might want me to be or expect me to be. And so you shared that you've been with your husband for so long. It's really, I think, been this journey of self-growth for you where your marriage and your relationship were a crucible and a container of like just maturation. Mm -hmm. And 
getting to unpack that with you and explore that with you and continuing to navigate with you. It's just been such an honor and a privilege. And I'm so thankful. Oh, I'm thankful. (laughs) It's one thing to navigate it blindly by yourself. It's another to have, you know, just someone kind of beside you there rooting for you, holding your hand and just, you know, unbiasedly. Oh, I don't even know. Just loving Anya. And you've just been so incredible. Um, And yeah, it's been a big, it was, and it's funny, but it's not funny because it's so aligned and so perfect. But I mean, considering all the big things going on in my life this year and just in the last couple, it's so perfectly aligned that you were the teacher that was brought to me at the correct time to carry me or walk with me through this because we're doing it together. Um, So I didn't, you know, need to do this blindly and alone. And it just feels really comforting to know that the more I trust my intuition and the more I lean into it, the right people are finding me at the right time and all these beautiful connections are made and I can just trust, trust, trust and lean back and let go and receive that everything I need is brought to me in good time. And not saying that you don't also have to go out there and do the work and get deep and get dirty and have lots of tears and tissues. If you have listened to any of my conversations with Gervais, you know, <laughs> this, this journey is not always like a smiling, happy one. You know, we, we go dark places and we go deep places, but that's the point. Yeah. You're such a good, um, you're such a good student and active participant and, and, you know, co-creator in your own life. I love that all of the things that we do together in our containers, even though we only meet once a month, I love that I can email them to you. And I know that you're going back and reading them and watching them and doing them, you know, these rituals where I'm like, okay, we're going to pull in the element of water here and blah, 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 blah. All of these things that I prescribe just for you that are based on your specific energy and your specific transits, I know that you're, you're doing them and you're integrating them and working with them. And I just can't stress the importance of that enough. It's not enough to just say, okay, universe, I'm ready to manifest some things. Here's what I want. Like if you're not going deep and doing the inner work and, and, you know, incorporating some kind of spiritual practice into your, your journey, whatever that looks like, Um, You can't just expect it to fall into your lap, you know? And I remember the time I told you, so, you know, Carrie's, you know, Carrie's a published author. Y'all know that. And I just remember talking to you, like, like celebrating you and, and you being so humble and so low key about it. And you were getting ready to go on this trip. And, and there was some energy of like, again, these second and eighth house themes and like, you not knowing how to show up. And I was, I was just like, I so strongly felt it like put it on like it is a garment. I want you to try it on. I want you to step into it. I want you to show up in this new state, in this new environment and embody this person that you are. You have done these things. You have created these things. This is you. There's no like ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I remember the assignment was like, go shopping, go shopping. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) and I gave you, I remember, I think I gave you like specific, specific colors. Yeah. Texture. It it would call in like, you know, solar plexus chakra and root chakra, things that would call in that like woman for you and help you embody that presence. And we talked about you doing that and 
Mm. I think you shared that it was just a lot of fun, but also helped you really like root down into that truth of like, yes, I claim this. This is who I am. And like, we wouldn't have been able to get you there if you weren't willing to participate. So thank you. No, thank you. It's been fun. And I'm looking at the clock and I realize yeah, we're yeah, on an hour. I don't know how it goes by so fast every time I talk to you, but I want to be definitely very respectful of your time and the listener's time. So I try not to ever go over an hour, but yeah, I don't so much good stuff here. And I feel like I could just talk to you all day. Um, again, if anyone heard anything in here that you have questions about or want us to tap into deeper, definitely shoot me messages and we can do that in a future episode. I will include links to all of Jessica's things. Cause you're definitely going to want to connect with her. Um, I'll put her Instagram and website and everything and the links in the bio and man, I guess we're just going to have to put a pin in it for now. <laughs> we could keep going. We are just I know. starting oh, to get deep. So I feel like if we keep going at this point, it might be a two hour long <laughs> episode. Maybe this could be a part one. I don't even know. Um, depending on where else we could surface or go in the future. Um, because again, I'm still working with you. This is an active container. Things are still unfolding. You know, life is always happening and I'm always happy to keep everyone up to date on the ins and outs. And, you know, we didn't even get to touch on just, um, you know, yeah, that'll have to be another, like in the cosmic <laughs> clarity vessel, when you really helped me lean into the moon cycles and mm-hmm. establish some of those really just delicious rituals that I still do, like my full moon bath and just things that are really, so they sound crazy out of context. <laughs> Actually, I remember just really fast when you first, um, we wrapped up a call and you were saying, you know, what I recommend that you do, you know, if this feels good to you, you know, I kind of suggest you take this bath and these are the elements. And then you just kind of looked at me and were like, what do you think about that? And I said, am I, I don't know why, because that sounds weird, but my, my whole being is saying, yes, I want that. That sounds like what I need. <laughs> and uh-huh. so I did it. And it was, if you think taking regular bubble baths or it girl, no, Mm-mm. you <laughs> you just wait till you have a full moon. You have some crystals, you have some candles, you fill that bath with so much salt that you can about float in it. <laughs> like it's like 11 and stranger things. And you listen to some frequency music and just oh, yeah. really meditate and connect. It is just there. Uh, don't eat essential oils, <laughs> herbs, herbs all the things. And so you introduced me to having rituals like that, that I can look forward to that are sustainable and not only enjoyable, but really just so soul soothing and realigning. Mm-hmm. And I think in a world where we still think that self-care is like squeezing in a pedicure while you're still working on your laptop at the same time, you know, it's just like, Oh no, slow down and just really exist for a minute. (laughs) Just let your soul be there. It's so good. So I'm not going to go off on that tangent. I started to, I'm going to put a pin in it, but thank you so (laughs) very much for coming back on today. It's such an honor and a privilege to share space always. And I know everyone loved this combo. So I hope that you will come back. Yeah, we'll have to, yeah, see. And I hope the listeners let us know what they would like to hear. You know, maybe one day I can pop back on and do like a collective transit forecast or something like that. Ooh, that would be juicy and fun. So yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much, Jess. We'll see you next time. All right, I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today. Nothing lights my soul up more than sharing the deeply impactful tools and rituals that I've gathered along my own journey. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with someone you love and be sure to subscribe. It's absolutely free and will ensure that you never miss out on the latest. I love connecting with my readers and listeners. So reach out to me on Instagram. Let me know what topics you'd love to have covered in future episodes. If you're looking for a dreamy fantasy read, book one of my debut series, The Unseen Realm, is available now on Amazon. So be sure to grab a copy of Eyes on Fire today. You can find all the links you need in today's show notes. Our time together has come to an end. So until we meet again, take good care of yourself and look for the magic in every day.